podcast is brought to you with the support of Caseload from De Novo Business Intelligence. Coming up in this week's show, Emma Flood of Hay Legal is in conversation with Drew McCusker of the Glass Network. Drew tells us the reasoning behind setting up the Glass Network. About 34 to 37% pay gap between men and women. And I was really shocked by that data because most of my... Uh, Me too. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Drew then shares what he aims to achieve with the Glass Network. Bringing those networks out of the closet, if you will, and across Scotland so that, you know, we're all connected, that we're all harmonised in our representation and push for real, actual equality. Drew then teases what will be discussed in his full CPD session. You know, why equality and diversity is important why does it make sense for a business to have equality and diversity and inclusion? And I probably plug the glass network a bit more because it's kind of my it's kind of my thing. And finally, Drew touches upon the important topic of his failed dancing career. Oh, I would love to I would love to learn to dance. Like I, I I'm sure you can dance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I wish I could learn to dance soberly. A fun episode ahead, so let's begin. Hello and welcome back to the Hate Legal Podcast. I am your host, Emma Flood, and I am joined today by Drew McCusker, the founding president of The Glass Network, and is going to talk to us today about diversity and equality in the Scottish legal profession. Drew, thank you very much for joining us. It's really nice to have you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is, I've never done a podcast before, so I feel like I'm on like the Scottish version of my favourite murder. This is great. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> so, do, can you tell us a bit about the Glass Network and why you started it and why you think we were really needing that in the Scottish legal profession? Yeah, sure. Um, I guess Glass Network kind of started back in 2014. Um, I think, first and foremost, the Glass Network is a feminist organisation that is meant for everybody. It came out because... In 2014, we learned about the gender pay gap in the Scottish legal profession, which is about 34 to 37% pay gap between men and women. And I was really shocked by that data because most of my... Uh, Me too. Yeah, right? <laughs> Me hashtag that one. Um, no, that's been done. New, new hashtags. So, <laughs> so we were, I wanted to be like, I wanted to understand why that was because my most of my colleagues are women. This Scotland is now made up of about um, a thir- two-thirds women when it comes to law, at least at the junior spectrum. We'll get to the, that later on. And I was like, why are, why are my colleagues, my friends being paid less than men? What was also really interesting in that data was that there was no information about LGBT plus legal professionals. The only data that was available was about, I think at that point, it was about 10 years old and it said that one in 25 lawyers um, was transgender. Which I think that's just yeah. completely incorrect. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, actually there's a huge gap here. And there's a huge gap in you know, why women are not being paid the same as men. And also there's a huge gap in actually where are the statistics and representation for LGBT plus legal professionals. So I went to go start an organization and then Women in Law in Scotland was created. And I was like, God damn it, fine, I'll have the gays and lesbians then. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so, yeah, we started the Glass Network. Um, and the network, the name of it, people have always said, oh, it's the stand for something, like gay, lesbian and something. And <laughs> um, I was like, no, like the whole idea is I to be the glass, you know. Yeah. Um, so if I start having abbreviations for things, they can change all the time. Yeah. So it's literally just about the invisible connections that LGBT plus legal professionals know exist. You know, we, you know people who work at this firm, at that firm, at this organization, um, through the gay community, through the legal community. Uh, and it's, you know, we're, it's about crystallizing 
um, that those connections mean actually we're here, we're together, we're lawyers and LGBT, and it's great. So that's what Glass Network is all about. Perfect. And did you did you find that it was um, well received? Were a lot of people really keen to be involved, and did you get a positive reaction to it? Um, yeah, I think I think we kind of got. I mean, yes, a very positive reaction. But also, there were some kind of people being like, "Well, why do we need it?" And um, if you look at uh, you know jurisdictions like England and Wales, they have two LGBT organizations already on the go by that point. Ireland had one, France had one, the US had tons, and they're different states. And the whole reason that people, I think, in Scotland um, thought we didn't need one is that, well, you know, equality and diversity were for it. You know, there's a Scottish phrase, and we're all Jack Thompson's bairns. And I think that's, I think people, I think that's a true sentiment. It's a true statement. Um, and even look at the Scotland Act, equality and diversity is woven into that. So it's part of the fabric of Scotland. But we are also apathetic to it because we think it's, it's already there. We don't fight for it. And when we don't fight for it, you know, we have women getting paid 33 to 37% less than men. We have LGBT plus people being erased from data. And so, you know, everybody was incredibly positive for it. But it's about making the case for it. Why do we need it? What will it do? And if we see more and more firms have their own internal LGBT networks, it's about actually, you know, bringing those networks out of the closet, if you will, and across Scotland so that, you know, we're all connected, that we're all harmonized in our representation and push for real actual equality. Yeah, I think that's true um, because, you know, from some people I've spoken to, they have, you know, groups internally within firms and they identify pay gap, they mm-hmm. acknowledge pay gap, mm. but they don't do anything to rectify it. Yeah. And I think that would be something that would be very useful. And I th- I'm sure you're going to talk a bit more about that yeah. um, in your kind of session. So can you tell us a bit about what your Hey Legal session is going to be about? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so I guess my Hey Legal section is going to be about, you know, why quality and diversity is important and not just, you know, from the Kumbaya point of view, um, but actually, you know, on the ground. Why does it make sense for a business to have equality and diversity and inclusion shortened down to EDI? Well, there's so many abbreviations these days. <laughs> LGBT plus EDI. Um, and, you know, why that's important for a business. Um, then about, you know, what... Um, steps a business can take uh, in bringing about LGBT plus groups or EDI groups. Um, and then, you know, hopefully I can give some pointers on what um, firms can do after it's identified this. And I'll probably plug the Glass Network a bit more because it's kind of my, it's kind of my thing. Perfect. You yeah. go. I'm you on, go it. on it. I'm so on it. <laughs> so that's, that'll be really useful. And I hope it's something that our listeners are really interested in. And I'm sure there'll be kind of practical strategies mm. that they can implement or even, you know, bring it to those groups that they already have. Mm. So that's great. Thank you very much. So there are some questions that we're going to ask all of our podcast guests. Okay. Um, so the first one is, if you could learn anything, what would it be? Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you asked me that. They're going to ask me to re-explain <laughs> Donahue <Hebe> Stevenson. <laughs> um, if I could learn every, anything in law or outside nope, of it. No, generally. Oh, okay. Wherever you like. Oh, I would love to, I would love to learn to dance. Like I, I I'm sure you can dance. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I wish I could learn to dance soberly, uh, like really well. Like I think I'm a failed actor, and um, definitely, I think a lot of lawyers are failed actors. And I thought, you know what? If I could, maybe if I was a better dancer, I actually could be on could the stage. It. Yeah, I could make it. it. Yeah, um, you know, I could have my own TV show and Dancing with the Stars could be Dancing <laughs> the Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. I'm, I'm for it. Um, and secondly, what do you think all lawyers should learn? Hmm. Um. That's a good question. Um, I think all lawyers, I think all lawyers should do part of their, not part of their training. I think that makes it too basic. 
there should be some sort of public service in their role. Um, you know, we, as a profession, we've gone through a lot of training and we've had a lot of opportunity and privilege given to us. And we make more opportunity and privilege for ourselves mm-hmm. the longer we go into our career. But if you look at what's happening with the Legal Aid Board, I mean, it's, it's so difficult to get funding for cases these days. I think that for people to understand actually what the law means to people, every lawyer should learn um, or every lawyer should do a year at least mm-hmm. uh, doing legal aid. Not because, uh, not because it's um, necessarily a criticism of the legal aid board, but it's to do with actually seeing who benefits from a lawyer's skills and a lawyer's um, technical abilities. So I think that's why I would say lawyers should learn who really needs their skills, not just the companies, but individuals um, who can come through your door at any time. Perfect. That's such a comprehensive answer. Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) Excellent. Um, So Drew, thank you very much for joining us on the podcast. Um, Drew's session will be available on the Hate Legal site for our subscribers. Um, Drew, you'll be pleased to know we've come to the formal plugging section of the podcast. So if you'd like to share your social media handles and those of the Glass Network with our listeners. Thank you very much, Emma. Um, Yep, so my Twitter is McCusker underscore Drew um, and I post some legal things on that. Mostly the stuff I'm going to be talking about today will be coming from the Glass Network. Um, our handles for that are on Twitter are Glass Network SCO. Um, and we also have a LinkedIn group for the Glass Network. Um, and we are having a website done up just now, um, which I'll tell you maybe more about later on. But those are our handles, Glass Network SCO for Scotland. Perfect. Thank you so much. We'll be sure to post those down below. As always, you can follow us at hey underscore legal on both Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for listening and we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to this Hey Legal podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. To hear the full CPD qualifying content, please visit heylegal.co.uk to subscribe and join our community. Or you could ask your law firm to contact us for a firm-wide subscription. Learn more, be more with Hey Legal.